Good morning, and we welcome you, and we also welcome State Senator Gene Lysing to the program this morning. And good morning to you, Senator. Well, good morning, Tom. Um, it's uh, been a sort of a rather busy couple of days at the state uh, Senate. Um, bills that actually started in the Senate, uh, authored by a senator, had to pass a second reading, which is where any one of the senators could amend the bill on Monday. And then yesterday, Tuesday, uh, the uh, bills had to pass on third reading, or they were effectively dead for this session. And so what does that mean in the Senate? There are 50 senators, so there had to be 26 votes for a bill uh, yesterday to pass out of the Senate. And now the bills will go to the House of Representatives, where they'll go through the same process, actually, again. Um, they'll be assigned to a committee, and if you're the Senate author, you go to the House to present your bill, but you also have a House sponsor then that in the house that um, uh, will um, help guide your bill your senate bill through the house so a little bit of a combobulated process most people don't really you know know all those steps or stages but and then if the bill passes the house and of course there it has to have 51 votes out of 100 house members then it can, if it didn't have significant change, it goes directly to the governor, where he can either sign it into law, let it become law without his signature, or he can veto it. And then actually, uh, if the bill had significant changes in the second house, then it goes to what's called a conference committee, where two senators and two representatives, one from each party in both cases, um, have to try to work out the differences if they can't work out the differences, the bill dies at that point, even though that would be a process. So anyway, um, our session this year is scheduled to end by March 14th. It can end sooner than that if the bills have all moved. Um, but we'll see. I, I think that we're going to definitely go into March. Some House members didn't think so. But anyway, interesting time at the legislature. Indeed. And of course, uh, Tuesday was a uh, rather long day and um, perhaps not as long as expected because of the, uh, I'm sure the uh, weather forecast had a lot to do with that. Right. There were, there were actually more bills being uh, voted on yesterday on third reading in the Senate than what I like to see. Uh, and I, I say that because truthfully, we need to debate uh, each other's bills, uh, make sure that we know seriously exactly what's in the bill before we vote. And uh, yesterday they were moving pretty fast. So I don't like to see that. Uh, I believe we actually acted on over 80 bills from about 10.30 in the morning till 4.30 or 5 yesterday. Now there, there's no break for lunch or anything. But the truth is, um, that's a lot of bills to consider, some of which um, were probably a little more complicated than what we would like to see rush through. I personally had four of those bills, though, that passed, and I was pleased about that. Um, 
Tom, I had two education bills, uh, one being the FAFSA bill that, uh, that would uh, actually require uh, high school seniors or their parents to either complete the FAFSA or um, which can provide them for everything from Pell Grants to potential scholarships that they might be eligible for, for not just higher education, but the military, for workforce-ready grants, for career readiness kind of things. And a lot of people don't know about that. And Indiana is leaving a lot of Pell Grants and scholarships on the table, so to speak, because we don't have enough kids that are applying for them. And, and that's a shame because then students and their parents end up with uh, higher education loans. Um, but the, there is a, a certainly an opt-out uh, uh, provision in the bill where the parent can say we're not interested or if the student is emancipated in rare cases, they can say, hey, we don't want to do this or the school principal or the school guidance counselor can also opt out, and uh, that would be in a case where maybe the parents aren't involved with the student. Um, and then I also had a bill that requires uh, a public comment period at all school board meetings, and I thought that was a kind of an important bill because in some areas, not especially ours, I don't think, but in some areas of the state, they had quit having any public comment at meetings, and that had actually resulted in a lot of parents uh, having um, frustrations because they felt like they couldn't get uh, proper answers to their questions or concerns in regard to their students' education. Uh, so we'll see if either of those bills move forward now in the House because, again, they're only halfway through the process. I also had another bill that um, there's been so much discussion and promotion of renewable energy, uh, wind and solar. And, but I will tell you, being on the Utilities Committee, we know that wind and solar are not reliable sources for our baseload of energy production uh, to cover our needs for electricity in Indiana. And that's one issue. But the issue my bill actually addressed is how many acres of farm or agricultural land is being consumed county by county in our state for both solar and wind. Now, it hasn't been as big a deal in our area down here, but central and northern Indiana have seen a lot of high-production agricultural land um, be used for uh, solar. And so it's kind of a trade-off, you know, are we going to use our our land for food production, or are we going to use it to produce electricity? Um, another bill that uh, I authored that, that actually passed the Senate is the Board of Animal Health bill, which I may have talked to you about before, but uh, that bill, is our Board of Animal Health wants to be organized in the best possible way in the event we were hit with some big... Um, animal disease in regard to animals, especially that are involved in food production. Uh, a few years ago, we were hit with avian flu, which really negatively impacted our poultry industry, especially uh, turkeys and ducks. 
And so um, they did a good job of handling that, but they really want, uh, wanted some things that they felt that would even make them more on top of those kind of issues. There's also a, a big uh, animal disease that's threatening from other countries, and it's called African swine fever, and that would impact the hog industry in Indiana uh, and nationally, actually. And so um, that bill passed handily in the uh, Senate also. And uh, anyway, but there were so many important issues. Um, <clears throat> some of your uh, listeners might have been really interested in the library bill. The library bill basically puts in place um, the same rules for a school library that has books available to kids at all ages as what there would be if some person um, <clears throat> not on school property would hand a student uh, pornographic material, you can be uh, charged with an offense if you do that. This would also say that if a school library is, in fact, um, displaying or distributing pornographic material, uh, that the same uh, offense would apply. Uh, some people really didn't like that bill, but I will tell you, and again, I'm going to not from our Batesville area, but some of my uh, school libraries in my district, I had parents present me materials that uh, didn't seem very age-appropriate. And so uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this bill. Uh, I think there's been some national media about um, library materials in schools and public libraries um, and um, whether or not what's deemed pornographic. It's not intended to um, foul up the classics or the, um, you know, historical kind of things like the Holocaust or anything like that. It's meant uh, for true uh, pornographic materials, but we'll see. I mean, all of those bills, like I say, they're only halfway through the process. So if people have, uh, you know, strong feelings about it, they should certainly let both uh, their senator and their representative know because, again, you know, we want people's input on what they think is a real problem or not. All right. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. We'll continue our conversation with State Senator Gene Lysing right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our visit with State Senator Gene Lysing of Oldenburg. And, uh, of course, uh, you have your, your bills were um, uh, approved uh, earlier, you know, out of the Senate. Now they now go into the House several, of course, halfway to the governor's desk. But uh, as far as uh, what uh, what happens uh, from here, again, could you uh, reiterate uh, the process uh, leading up to uh, adjournment on March 14th? Right. And, you know, I think that people maybe need to even watch more attentively now 
what's going on at the legislature because uh, bills can easily still be stopped if it's something that your listeners think is a bad idea, very frankly. Um, Now, another bill that uh, did pass also that uh, is probably really important to a lot of listeners, especially those that that take medications that are expensive and not completely covered by the health plans. There's a, there's a bill that's going to mandate that the actual price of the paid by the consumer or the patient uh, receives the rebate offered by the actual drug manufacturer. And there's a, it's a complicated process, but actually... Um, right now, some of those rebates are not passed on to the consumer. They're either uh, retained by the <clears throat> insurance company or by something called a PBM, a pharmacy benefit manager, and, which is almost like a middleman process. And, you know, again, it's way too complicated to, to try to explain. But the good news is, is the legislature is trying to get actual money back to the person that is having to pay an extraordinarily high cost for their medications. This can be uh, things like insulin, but it can also be the chemotherapy kind of drugs. You know, drugs that are not your normal generics that are affordable for most people. So uh, that bill has certainly uh, uh, gotten some attention. there are so many other things. There was a, a another bill that dealt with a, a additional uh, pathway for teacher licensing. And that uh, particular bill, I voted against because it would have allowed adjunct teachers in the K-12 education area. Now, I know we have adjunct professors at universities, but this would have been an adjunct teacher in a K-12 space, and they would not have had to have any prior teaching experience. They would just have to have a degree. Um, and so there was quite a lot of concern how they would fit in uh, the process with uh, regular K-12 schools and all the rules and regs that are involved. And... Um, very frankly, um, they would also be the schools would be allowed to pay the adjunct teacher at a higher rate than the traditional licensed teacher. I was concerned about that because I think that our students coming out of our four-year college of education programs um, probably ought to have first dibs at the jobs. Now, some people would say, but we don't have enough teachers. And, uh, and I think that is true in some areas. And, you know, the reality is we all need to encourage more of our young people to be interested in education and becoming good, solid teachers for this next generation of kids. All right. And then um, anything else uh, before we uh, let you go for the, uh, the rest of the day? Well, I think that, um, you know, we could go to every area that I, uh, that every committee that I serve on, there's, there's an interesting bill that in regard to utilities, uh, and it is uh, like a trying to set up 
a pilot project for small cell nuclear reactors as a as a possible uh, opportunity for electricity production, and th- this would be the kind of of reactor that's used very safely in, um, for instance, our Navy ships, and has been used for the last 50 years without incident. And um, so um, that bill moved and has quite a lot of sponsors because most of us realize that as there's a continued push toward green energy, um, green energy (laughs) would be like wind and solar, but believe it or not, it also includes nuclear. Uh, It's a non-carbon kind of energy, and so um, because we know that nuclear is more reliable and dependable than wind and solar, because as you know and I know, the sun doesn't shine all the time in Indiana, and neither does the wind always blow, and the, the battery storage to try to store the energy produced when the sun is shining is not developed at an adequate level. Uh, honestly, um, I think about a four-hour battery storage is about as far as they can uh, accomplish at this point. And so we want to make sure that all of our lights stay on, our heat stays on in our houses, and that our manufacturers can work 24 hours a day if they want to. So uh, that bill is going to be an interesting bill to see how it moves forward, you know, in the process. So anyway, I think those were some of the more interesting things. Um, I don't know if there's any others that you had in your mind that you were wondering about, but um, uh, I would urge our actually listeners uh, today, if they have any interest in any legislation that's moving, to not hesitate to call the 800 number, which is one 800 Three eight two nine four six seven. That's one eight hundred three eight two nine four six seven. And please leave a message uh, there with the person uh, that answers, uh, because now when we're in these last weeks, bills move pretty fast. So uh, it will be certainly, uh, you know, important for me to hear from people about what they think is good or not good. All right. So we'll definitely uh, keep a track of those. And uh, State Senator Gene Lysing, uh, we appreciate your time this morning, and uh, we look forward to uh, talking to you uh, in a, a couple of weeks as the uh, General Assembly session continues. That's great. And by then we'll know uh, which of these bills might become uh, law in our state and all reality. So thank you, Tom, for trying to keep our uh, your listeners and my constituents informed on these important issues.